Let's face it, Brit happens. Success is rarely a straight line. It's a journey with many twists, turns, potholes, and unwelcome detours. The secret, however, lies in how we react. Keep listening to learn how to effectively respond to life's curveballs, improve your resilience, and how winners pivot from setbacks to success. I'm your host, Brittany Sharpton. Let's get started. I wanted to, one, Commissioner Watson, thank you so much for being with us here on Brit Happens. Brit Happens. Brit Happens. We're going to remove the SH and say Brit Happens. Yeah, we know what it means. Brit Happens all the time. Because growing up, every time I was told, <laughs> shit was happening, not Brit. <laughs> that damn Brit, okay. Right. She liked the name. The name is lovely. And like I was telling you, Both of them. shade with the SH, whether it's shade or the other words. Shade happens. There you go. Okay. Shade. Me too. Happens. So let's so, make it happen. Brit. All right. We're going to make it happen. Commissioner Watson is a District 5 commissioner for my lovely hometown, City of Miami. Also, your hometown. That's right. Born and raised yes, ma'am. in the county of Dade. In the city of Miami. In the city of Miami. Where did you grow up? Actually born in Miami Beach, outside our hospital. Oh, a little bougie, okay. It was, uh, it was what it was. <laughs> okay. We had to go where you go. Well, that was when it was like old yeah. people on the beach. It wasn't turned out the way that it is now. So they say. Yes. Oh, but that was before your time, so you would never know. Well, that was it, 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 it was up until probably the 90s. Okay. And there was a conference in the 90s. It was a conference held on investment in hospitality. Okay. And during that conference, it was in January. During that conference in January, they took all the people out in, mm-hmm. in hospitality in one of the best hotels. They took them outside. Okay. It was on Ocean Drive. They took them outside um, and, and from, from where they were, the convention center, took them outside and everybody like, wait a minute. It's January and it's 80, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> but you really need somebody to come down? Y'all need to convince somebody to come to the conference? To come to Miami Beach to invest? It's 80 degrees. Right. And at that point, uh-huh. um, the steel shoot people decided they could shoot all year round. Okay. And modeling. Oh, okay. They became the kind of foundation of the development. Um, and others, as well as a gentleman by the name of Tony Goldman, okay. uh, was at that conference, and um, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yes. So, and it began to shift because at that point, you're right. The lower part of South Beach was, in fact, inhabited by a number of seniors, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that that began to shift at that time. Right. And now, clearly, the landscape has changed. It's it's a, a, it's almost one hotel at that time. Oh, almost one hotel. I begged my classmates. They, it was all glossy eyed. Um, <laughs> except I just yeah, had a funeral this past uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. and one of my classmates who now lives on the west coast of Florida, he uh, he always talks about that meeting we had in um, in Mr. Chavez's living room. And I begged him. I begged him. I begged him. Look, understand. You may not see it. Right. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. They just kind of like. So now all the billions probably at least the multi millions you 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 wouldn't be you would be right now in that of course right in that yes. in that in that 
But see, that brings me to you're a developer, so you understand all of this, and you saw the foresight even back then. I mean, you know, many would not many would not call me a developer. But wow. I will say that I am a developer of ideas that make sense, mm-hmm. be it um, regardless of what venue it's in. Right. I just left a meeting talking about the development of kids. And so, yes, in that sense, I am. Okay. I can claim that because others will say, oh, he's not a developer. Uh, but I see, others are not on Brit Happen. Hey, that's, why, that's, we what, are, that's, that's what, why we on Brit Happen. That's why we on, so it don't really matter what they say. Most, right, that's what. That's all this Yes. Uh, Rick been happening for a long time. I know. I know. I got crazy. Okay. She just started happening. She's been happening for a while. See, all right. I'd rather have some longevity in history. Okay. So I do think that you are a developer, whether it's of ideas, of the youth, so you understand economic development. Yes. yes. And would you share with us, for people who aren't familiar with this amazing city and district, some of your thoughts and ideas and what you've been working on in terms of spurring economic well, development. Well, here, here we sit in what I call the soul of the city, uh, which is Overtown. Uh, we also sit in what was designated some time ago, Southeast Overtown Park West Community Development Area. Uh, we are that agency that's charged with what's going on in, in this designated area. Right? Mm-hmm. This area, in effect, was now its origination it housed a number of artisans, behavior Americans, um, African Americans from the South who came down to work on the railroad. From there they stayed. Uh, here's where it was very, very segregated. And then of course it has had its evolution. When the when the um, expressway, expressway, when I-95 came through, it devastated this community. It devastated this community because, and we preach now, if you own, then they pay a meager fee, probably, to have you now move. And they declared it a uh, public eminent domain of properties. And so people own left, and that created other parts of Miami where African-Americans were, were living. Right. Um, and now we see a rebirth, if you will, if you read the article or subscribe to the Herald and believe it, a rebirth, if you will, um, Everybody, don't subscribe to everybody. I, don't read it. I right mean, it's, it's a little shady. Hey, but yeah, from, from your from your mouth <laughs> to their ears, um, <laughs> the all two pages they have. I know, right? Listen, you know? listen, listen, listen. <laughs> um, Overtown is in effect um, experiencing a transformation, and hopefully, um, as it continues to go, we will now have. Some of us with a piece of the pie, uh, if you will, and a, a vibrant community that's based on arts, entertainment, and our culture. Uh, so we're trying to do the best we can in order to do that, as well as bring in a different economic base in order to help those people who are have businesses uh, be able to sustain itself. Right. Because now, at this point, look, when you have segregation, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Right. When you don't, you have to be dependent. And so you have to have. Um, food that you know, people say, I want to go there to eat, or mm-hmm. I want to go there to see that, or I want to go there to experience that. And we believe we'll have probably the best to eat, to experience, mm-hmm. and to see in the city. Now, what about though? I find that the issue is people, the cost of living is not cheap here in Miami. 
I've lived in New York and a lot of my friends from Manhattan, for some reason, are underestimating. They come down here and they're surprised that we're almost on par with living in New York. Well, so, that's, well that's because, you know, look, all the tax runners came down running from taxes. Um, and now we're on par because mm-hmm. unlike there where you grow up, go, go up here, uh, Lord's not making any more land. So our, our environment is such that people take advantage of what they expect. Right. And when you have 761 people coming a day, 40% of those coming to South Florida, it makes for a different sort of economics because now the people who are building product mm-hmm. are trying to now build product to capture. Right. Right. So what are your thoughts, especially, like you said, this rebirth is really, really exciting, especially as Miami natives in terms of affordable housing and workforce housing? Well, I mean, look, you, you always want to you always want where you are to be the place to be. Mm-hmm. Right? And so clearly, uh, if you've been in New York and I have been at a young age, been in New York, then you want home to be as exciting. Right. And so the fact that you have come back home lends itself to a narrative that exists. We want to see our young folks with talent be here. We want to see our young folks with talent that grow up here, stay here, go out and educate, come back, and then contribute to what we believe is, is still a transforming and um, excellent product. Right. right. Uh, we all, all don't want it always to be someone else is doing that. Right. right. Um, so when you start looking at where we are relative to housing product, uh, our zoning code has not necessarily been good. As it relates to, um, you can talk about green space, you can talk about a lot of things, but it was foundation on, it was foundation on a white sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we're like any other, any other urban um, city in America. There are things that exist already. Mm-hmm. And so can you accomplish that? Sometimes it's difficult to accomplish because right. you have all kinds of economic strata in this, in this community. And we want to make sure that the people have money, uh, they have a place, the people who have less money, they have a place. We want to make sure and ensure that, that there's quality of living for all. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be free. I think that that's the unfortunate part about the system that we live in. It's not going to be free. Mm-hmm. And, and those places where it is free, it's really not that good. And so we're trying to deal with giving everyone a good quality of living spaces. Mm-hmm. But we have four different types of housing products. It is what it is, right? We actually, we actually have to happen to have um, a, a, an extra sort of source to deal with housing. Unlike many in the state of Florida or in the country, we have something called surtax funds. And those are funds that are now captured by the county and it allows for the development of for housing, right? But we have four different types of products, housing products. We have public housing. Okay. Public housing, which is owned by the federal government, mm-hmm. managed by Dade County, okay. Okay, and physically in the city of Miami. Okay. If that's not confusing, I don't know what to do. Because people come to us because they're in the city. Right. However, they're in somebody else's property mm-hmm. who now has to provide the money mm-hmm. for its physical upkeep and operations. And they don't have no money to do that. And so that's why you have now a lot of the physical facilities being upgraded through what's called public-private partnerships. Mm-hmm. Therein lies uh, W Square and, and it's now new development. And maybe the continuation of others if they continue to have some sort of success, many see it as a way to move us out, move them in, so on and so forth. And some of that is happening, so we have to try to address that. The other product is affordable housing. Affordable housing comes in the shape and form of many um, sort of uh, um, guises, right? You have 60% below AMI, 
um, 80%, 100%, 140%, 140%. All of those designations are not done by us, county or city. It's done by the federal government, which says if you use federal government, government dollars, then you have to provide for people who earn 60% of the area medium income. Okay. However, when you look at our area medium income, we are in the city in the top 50 below, the below 50 quartile of cities with area medium income at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Ours is $3,000. $33,321, right? That's low. If you look at the county, depending on what day, they like to use for convenience, either 49 or 51 thereabouts. Broward's is 65. What that means is now you have, um, you can take care of probably a high income person. If you look at the, 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 the numbers that just came out the other day, um, a single family home in Miami is about $392,000. If you use the rule of thumb, from the bankers, mm -hmm. where you can use your income mm -hmm. two and a half mm -hmm. times. Where if you two and a half times thirty three thousand, what can you buy here? You can't buy a room here, right? You can't buy so, so, yeah. so we have two products that come down: public housing, and then market rate. Right. Because okay? if people are not doing public or affordable, mm -hmm. they do market rate. Those three types. Mm -hmm. Those are controllable. Then we have the other product, which is bad housing. Okay. So we have bad housing. Bad housing. Okay. okay? Um, public housing, affordable housing, and market rate. Okay. Well, you make money on market rate. So right. I can show you that building right across the street. Mm -hmm. That's in the CRA. Those units start at five million mm -hmm. and go up to twenty five million. Right, right there. Right. Mm -hmm. I know we both want yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, like okay. <laughs> or at least they have the money that will allow us. Exactly. To, right. Exactly. right? <laughs> um, if you look at this product right here, mm -hmm. this product was financed by the Dade County Housing Finance Agency. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Okay. Three of them were done that way. One, two, three, right? Okay. What needs to happen from that perspective in a, in a class of workforce housing is now that the Democrats are in, and they keep talking about a whole lot of things that are not relevant, but at least in what they want to do is they should say, we want permanent implementation mm -hmm. of the housing tax credit. Mm -hmm. That way, look, we've been fighting for it for at least when I was involved and set on it, our housing finance authority, we, we were fighting for permanent implementation of housing tax credit back 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. That would go a long ways because right now, two large issues, they, uh, State of Florida, Housing Finance Agency, mm -hmm. and only wants to get the 9% tax credits. Mm -hmm. A lot of the affordable housing is built on tax credits in addition to layering other pots of money. Okay. If it was permanent implementation, you would have development of more, mm -hmm. right? That's the federal government angle. So our congressional members should be fighting for permanent implementation of the federal housing tax credit. That's okay. one. Okay. That's another source of funds that would allow for housing to be built. Right? Okay. The other one is the Sadowski fund is being raided now for the last however many years mm -hmm. to the tune of you know over a half a billion dollars thereabouts by now. It was a big story done about four years ago talking about it. That part of money also can be used. Mm -hmm. People don't want to make the distinction that they're they're not necessarily "Quote unquote rich people that need housing, workers need housing. Right. People right. want to, People don't want your mansion. They just want their own mansion and their piece of the neighborhood, mm -hmm. right? And if they have quality housing, and if you have the funds that should provide it, it should then be provided for it, right? And so that's the state level. Right. So there are there are ways to do it and ways to fund it, but it's never free, and we all need the funds to do it, right? So unless we have those funds, we can't produce the numbers that we need." So it's either federal or state. 
It's all it's federal, all. state, city. In, in our in our in our instance, we are only uh, city of Miami. We're only federal federally based mm-hmm. in terms of okay. what we can provide. Right, okay. the county has a leg up on everybody in the state because they have home rule mm-hmm. and they carry meat and uh, Marty Fine many years ago, twenty five plus years ago, developed the law that allowed for surtax funds. And those surtax funds have produced over 25,000 units over the years, right? Okay. Um, from there, to, excuse me, the Sadowski Fund would now allow another part of money so that we can build housing for people who need to have quality housing. And then, of course, a lot of these housings that are built is, are built on, if you go to the state, it's a 9% credit. If you come to the Dade County Housing Finance Agency, and they're first prim- primary. If okay. you come to the Dade County Housing Finance Authority, they are the second largest issuer of of uh, tax exempt bonds for housing. Okay. Except now, when the allocation is taken up by the state, then if you come to the housing finance agency and they don't have any of the allocation, they can only do four and a half percent credits, mm-hmm. and they're taxable. Okay. Right. Right. So now, without guys who produce and create housing fighting each other, mm-hmm. there would be a good source of funds that would allow us to turn the bad to good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Using instances where you want to help public housing be upgraded, um, be able to do so, and then also work towards their affordable housing category that take care that takes care of people who are line workers, takes care of people who work, mm-hmm. takes care of people, um, young people who are just starting out, right. like yourself, and give you a shot now at at our economic uh, wealth and generation by having your own piece and moving up the scale. Our system is based on people really owning in a sense. You're either in the market mm-hmm. or you own your house. The largest purchase purchase that most people will make is where they live. Right. Well you understand that you're you know you're a financial person. Right. So, yeah. so, so, so you understand and, and when you do that, mm-hmm. you, your decisions are different, what you do is different, everything becomes different for you. My mother was a uh, domestic worker, mm-hmm. right? She bought her house 60s. Um, no subsidy. She saved the money. She mm-hmm. went in uh, and went to day savings, uh, savings alone, and she was able to buy her own house. We lost savings alone, but they also was a big source of financing for housing. Mm-hmm. We lost savings alone. When the interest rates went up and usury rates went up, we lost savings alone. They got blown away. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are no more savings alone. Wait, okay. So I know I'm old. You want to call me old. I know no, I was going to say clearly, as you all can see, you're extremely knowledgeable because I know, and I'm skipping back now, two things. I wanted to address the brain drain, particularly with African-American young professionals, which you touched upon in the beginning, like you want talent to come back. I think that's been a challenge for South Florida. And also talk about your transition, how this is nothing new to you, touch upon your work with the Clinton administration. So I think that you have been a little bit humble in tuning your own horn, but clearly you're knowledgeable on all this stuff. So can you just give us a little... Here's the thing. Here's the thing with respect to bravery. So I meet people every day. Um, Sometimes being home doesn't make you feel good about what you're doing, right? Uh, Where'd you go after you left school? Come home, right? Right. New York, right? Right. Lights, glitz, and glamour, right? Here's the thing: you left, others come, and so um, when we left school. You know, I came back home. I, I resisted the temptation to go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Came back home. Um, Dad came home too. 
he came home too with me he didn't go back <laughs> so he didn't want to go back like, why you didn't go back I'm going to my house. um so 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 it's not i'm not knocking it that people don't come back i would love for them to come back but more important i would love to have the opportunities for them to come back too right and we have not developed the opportunities for them to come back too mm-hmm. So look, the greatest thing the mayor is doing relative to the tech industry is getting it started the conversation, right? Right. And as long as the conversation exists, somehow we'll get to the point where we have enough opportunities where you believe you, you can raise money here and create a new app to find your purpose or create a new app to get you some better shoes, whatever <laughs> you create. Because now, unlike with my time, everything was capital intensive. Unless mm-hmm. I raise money for capital intensive things, they work. Now you can raise money for an app among your friends and family. Right. Raise money to an app and become a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would have thought a tax cab company be worth over right. $50 million? Just 10 years ago. Right? Lived. It's crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah. And so from that perspective, to create the environment to allow people to come back home mm-hmm. and believe they can be entrepreneurs is a great thing. We just now have to have the environment and the people write the checks to catch up right. and not be as scared to invest in us like they invest in everybody else. Exactly. Can you say it again for the people in the back? We, we want to make sure that we <laughs> provide an environment that mm-hmm. people want to write checks for us yeah. and not be scared to write checks for us, right? Because yeah. we are educated at the Pens and Harvards and all these other places mm-hmm. where they come up with more dropouts. See, I have people call Bill and and, and, and uh, Mark, well, maybe not so Mark, Bill uh, and, and, and Michael Bell and all them sophisticated dropouts because they are sophisticated right. dropouts. Yeah. They happen to have an environment that allowed them to do something different right. If, if you told your dad you was quitting school, you'd bust your side. That wasn't even an option. Exactly, exactly. Right? <laughs> and, yet, and yet we sell something that may not necessarily always be the best path to take. We want an environment where you can come back to your Miami mm-hmm. and become as wealthy in knowledge, education, and the resources financially that you can probably get. Right. Regardless of whether you go to anywhere else, it can be the same thing. And so I think that when you give um, home a second look, our task is to ensure that you can come back here and have the same things. Glitz, glamour, mm-hmm. and, and make money. That's the deal. It. I love it. Glitz, glamour, and make the dollar. There you go. Okay. Because Lord knows they ain't letting you stay in that five minutes. I was going to say, I was going to go back to that, but I was trying to say, I was yeah, like, there are no more people living in there. I know who built that. They ain't letting you go to <laughs> <in> the street. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, let me at least get to the one million dollars. But, okay. So, so that's our brain, brain talent. Mm-hmm. to create the opportunities to come back. Here's the other side of that. Um, the other side of that is, I was in a meeting earlier today, because uh, we have a dysfunctional government environment here. It's dysfunctional. Ain't, ain't nobody speaking to other ones, nobody speaking to that one, just mad at that one, just mad at that one, he mad at him, she mad at her, she mad at me, I'm mad. I, we have a dysfunctional government. At the end of the day, what I want to see happen okay. is um, teaching the foundation of Developing a building, creating a railway, creating things at a lower level than it's being taught. Give our kids an, an, an opportunity to be excited about learning mm-hmm. and push it down. Don't catch people in the 10th grade trying to say, let's be coders. You got to start that where they learn it right. because they learn it, mm-hmm. not because, oh, okay, well, I got a ticket. Then it becomes pressure because you know what? When you wait that long, nobody wants to learn. Right. But really, truly, if I tell you the 10th grade, you're checking out. Right. You, you really are. Let's be, yeah. It's right. gotta be it's gotta be earlier. Mm-hmm. And if it's earlier, the percentages of people picking it up are far greater than if it's later in their in their um the curriculum set. 
but you're a big STEM advocate. I'm a, yeah, I'm a STEM advocate. Uh, I'm a STEM advocate because I think, look, we have 140,000 140, job openings annually for people who have STEM-based foundations. I have a 40-page list of the jobs that people talking about they come in here. Mm-hmm. All of them start with masters, mm-hmm. PhDs. So they want you, but go over and not hire somebody who has no degree. Right. Trust me. Okay. They're not hiring nobody with no degree. So they're coming down here. They ain't gonna hire none of us. So where so where is that gap? That gap is in someone now who's 20, 25 to 40, if mm-hmm. you will, who's already been in one of our four industries, mm-hmm. one of our four pillar industries, real estate. Um, hospitality, tourism, uh, um, tr- international trade, right, mm-hmm. and um, and finance. Mm-hmm. That's our four pillars, right? Real estate accomplishes a lot of things. So now, from that perspective, how do those people retrain themselves to be in tech? Well, you want to get organic because it takes you seven to ten years. As those two big bubbles over there, mm-hmm. people look at those two big bubbles over there. Um, that was done by Manny Medina, who used to be a real estate. Mm-hmm. And then Manny Medina built NAPS. They called network network access points for the internet. Okay. For the internet. Not like Al Gore who invented the internet, mm-hmm. but the backbone infrastructure mm-hmm. for the internet. Mm-hmm. Guess what? CRA gave him a grant to help start that. Right? Oh, well, of course it's not. Because people don't want to talk about the positive stuff of what mm-hmm. we do. Everybody wants mm-hmm. to talk about the negative. Mm-hmm. We gave him a grant to build a first network access point, right? He sold it all over America. Guess what happened to him? He sold that company for $3.2 billion. So the investment from the CRA? Of course it did. Of course it did. Okay. If, you go down to, if you go down to Coconut Grove, right? Mm-hmm. You go down to Coconut Grove, the, and the new, um, I forgot the name of the development, what it used to be. Oh, Coconut Grove? Coconut Grove, right? Mm-hmm. You go down to Coconut Grove, Coconut Grove. There's a, a shop mm-hmm. that fronts the street mm-hmm. called Sweet Greens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet Greens now is a national operation. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet Greens got started by a community development corporation in Washington, D.C. I didn't know we, we do things good. We may not necessarily do it perfect all the time, right. but we have the, 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 the leeway to not be perfect, but try to get it right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Right? From there, managed a tech company, now he just sold another company for $3 billion the other day. Right? He started Emerge. Right? So, so it takes 7 to 10 years organic growth of a company. I'd rather have organic growth. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have organic growth than have import growth. Organic growth means you win mm-hmm. and the people around you win because you're now going to hire home, friends, family, and people you know here. Right. And we're going to stay. That's a study, by the way, seven to 10 years. That's what it takes. Here in this environment, the investors are mainly real estate focused. They're not tech focused. Mm-hmm. And so they'll write they'll write a check to anybody for some real estate scam. And it, no, they that's because they real estate. Right, they right. know so it. Sometimes they always get it right. Okay. But that's what they'll do. Mm-hmm. And you can say, give me ten thousand dollars for something that may be the next unicorn, unicorn, billion dollar value. So not only have to beg for it, they don't understand it. So you probably will never get it, right? Right. And so we want now to expand the environment of people will not take a flyer on you. Because mm-hmm. that's what helps us now get to what we want. Because now you're going to hire people that others will not hire. Right. You're going to train people that others will not train. And it's, right? it's economic reinvestment. Exactly. Right here, like you said. Organic and that, and that's going to push up. We have two things we can play with on the housing front. One, um, we can either play with moving up our, our numbers, mm-hmm. AMI, or a zoning code. The numbers AMI is not going to be so easy. 
So, Nicole, we are revisiting now because there are some things that probably should have been changed along the way. It wasn't. But that's why you're going to take into consideration bad housing because bad housing, as much as it is, it allows us to go on a, a lower cost entry point in order to create and make physical facilities better. Look, it's no different if I take an old house, change it a bit, mm-hmm. paint some paint on it, mm-hmm. right? And you have it. Well, somebody else do that and they call it gentrification. Right. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, if you take your house and you allow to do it, mm-hmm. and we allow you to now fix the electrical plumbing and everything else, mm-hmm. and put some paint on it and put a new fence on it, mm-hmm. then you have the same thing. And now you have a better quality of house, better quality of living. Mm-hmm. And now you have the same thing as someone else who just sold it to for $100,000. They come up and do it. Now they sell it to my five dollars I always wonder because I agree with you why people complain about that, but they 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 put themselves in, unless it's eminent domain. Like it, 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 about, it, yes, but 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 because you may not know. Look look where we are. I mean, I know <laughs> I have someone, uh, a senior person over eight. Okay. Um, she's been there. Look, you can drag my mother out of her house. Okay, you can drag her out under any circumstances. She's over eighty. Mm-hmm. She's over eighty. And she happens, but I always say a broken clock is right two times a day. Right. So now her name was in vogue. In vogue. Now it's in vogue. It's not worth two hundred thousand now. Now it's worth five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but then the rules say we can't help somebody whose property value is over four hundred. So so now you got to do all the rules and regulations okay. and try to make sure that I don't want to have a house. If she wants to stay. I want to stay. Stay as long as she can stay. Right. right. Give it to the family right. and keep on going. But I have to change the rules all to do that. Right. So there's a lot of different, a lot of different, lot of different and, and, and hurdles, but it can be done. It can be done. Yeah, it can be done. See how the will, it can be done. Right. It's and the, and the knowledge. You need a community. It's it's a, understanding can be done. Understanding and, and two things we suffer from most mm-hmm. our physical health mm-hmm. and our fiscal mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. We have to bring up our fiscal health to understand the sort of things in order to make sure that we do better. Which leads me to my. Is everybody not trying to tell you how to do better? Of course not, because that's too much competition. <laughs> exactly. They like people to be in the exactly. same So I think it's very exactly. helpful to have these sort of conversations exactly. where people at least are alert that they are not. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what would you say? And it could be, I like that financial, fiscal, and physical health would be the biggest challenge that you've seen in Miami and what you're trying to overcome. Because you were here, before, like I said, this is all coming full circle. And a lot of the same ailments, unfortunately, are still the same, if not worse. Well, I, I don't subscribe to a lot worse as much as I would subscribe to getting better. Okay. Right? A lot of people have been trying. Sometimes you have to know how to try and what to try in order to make it better. Uh-huh. Um, no one's going to ever believe me if I say it's not somewhat better. You're here. You're a testament that it's better, not worse, right? Um, and your brother, uh-huh. right? Your sister right? mm-hmm. and others that I know, and you're back here, so it must be halfway better, <laughs> or you wouldn't come back. That is very true. Right? So I will not subscribe that it's not it's much worse. We just have to do much better, right? That's all. Mm-hmm. And if we continue to do that, then it'll get to the point. It's not going to be panacea for everybody, never. Mm-hmm. But if we try to do it and increase the percentages of people believing that they have hope, mm-hmm. they have a quality of life. And they can live that in here. That's what we're striving for. And the opportunity, like you said, an opportunity, which you touched on the, the tech part. We won't beat on that, but I'm really excited about that. And because I believe that Miami can be 
a world class city. If, if, if I was sitting on the other side of the table, I'd be excited too. I'm a tech guy. But if I'm sitting on this side of the table and everything that we're doing is for people who are coming here versus people here, right. then all we're doing is exacerbating problems. Now we become Oakland, become San Francisco, mm -hmm. and guess what? Those people are coming over here too. Mm -hmm. One, because they're reducing the taxes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two, because we have now a similar quality of life. Right. And three, what does it cause? It causes an exacerbation of land costs and values. Because when somebody says to me, look across the street right there, right? And that lost $3 million, well, that's a problem. Because everybody can't do that, right? right? Um, and the various things that come with it. I'm with the South America. South mm -hmm. Americans come there, they prop down, they buy a $5 million condo, they come in twice a year. Mm -hmm. I don't have to, it doesn't cost me to change the infrastructure mm -hmm. of the community. Because mm -hmm. now you go from an eight inch frame, uh, eight inch main to a 10 inch, right? right? So I don't mind South America. They come, pay their taxes, give us money we can spend. Right? <laughs> when you come in permanently, you know how many yellow and, and blue tags now cut me up on the street? New York drivers. You know how many? I, I see them. And they're not from the rental car agencies. They come in permanently. So now they come here, they start doing it, doing it, y'all. Well, I, you know, that must have just happened. I can tell this was like yeah. a fresh pain point. That's been happening since the mayor said, how can I help? <laughs> he paid all them tax people. You know, all, I, all them tax money around there. I'm just going to laugh. The mayor's doing a great job doing these small things. It is what it is. Right. So, right. So, now speaking of Suarez, is you came in. Full circle. Full circle. Mm hmm Former Suarez Working for and not working with. Right. There you go. <laughs> working for and not working with. You have a lot of, like, sayings. I'm just, I'm just saying what it is. This is, this is like, I mean, like a hat or shirt. I'm just saying what it is. Okay, all right. But I like it. Was, right? That is true. Yeah. That is very true. Working for and not working Okay. All right. So, before yes. I get to the fire round, okay. what would you say the premise of Brit Happens is people building resilience and tips and advice because you have a lot informed. of wisdom and being informed of how pivoting so the first not to know and the last to be informed. That's another shirt and a half. Don't you, come on. I feel like I got a business coming out. All right, I like this. I did not know. You see this on the ground? The first not to know the last to be informed. Right, which means That's also right. the, last, the last to get paid. Right. Well, of course. Because right. <laughs> we're always behind the truck. You know who's behind the truck? Dogs run after and people get spoken to face. I just can't wait all these things. What this came from? What I got a lot that I'm gonna like, like captions with my pictures. All right. So, all right. What would be your piece of advice in terms of pivoting from a professional or unexpected lifestyle? Um, be resilient. Be relentless. Be diligent, and never give up. Yeah. That sounds, I mean, it does sound cliche, but it's real. It, it, it is real. I mean, it, it's real because look, everybody comes from certain circumstances. Mm -hmm. You may you may come here not being able to control the circumstances upon which you came here, right? Mm -hmm. but you, and I tell my, my two guys, right? Um, you have to be ferocious in your approach, mm -hmm. okay? Diligent in your preparation and relentless in your pursuit. You do that, I don't care what it is. Male, man, um, waste. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you stay on point, mm -hmm. okay, you're going to be successful what you do. Right. Like okay. So wrapping up. Okay. The time's limited. These are going to be four questions, fire round. So you just spit out the first thing that comes to mind. 
Okay. What was the last thing that you ordered on Amazon? Tape. Duct tape, masking tape, tape. That's it for a second. That's true. All right, fine. All right, let me stick with the rule. You have to check me. Okay. Tape actually for the printer part. These not, I would never have thought. You got to be specific. That's true. Okay. If you had a 100% chance of succeeding, what would you attempt to do? Give everybody an opportunity to move from where they are to another step in life. Oh, that's a very heartfelt, non-selfish answer. I was going to say something, but this is your interview. Thank you. Okay. Which, I mean, happens. It happens. All right. If you can have any superpower, what would it be? Um, probably power of strength. I was going to say sight and being visible, but strength. Okay. Or I could do it visible. I, I would love to just, oh, but the you. thing is, I would be so paranoid once I knew what people really, you know, like, it's just maybe too much information. Yeah. Could, I don't know if I can. Yeah. Everybody can help. Right. That's a lot of discipline and yeah. restraint, yeah. knowing yeah. Yeah. the truth. Yeah. All right. So, People watching or listening are like, you know what? This guy is super cool. Super cool? Right. Okay. Super, wait, super proud is the last one. Okay, okay. How can people find you and get in contact with you? Um, number ways. Uh, we have our stuff online. Um, stuff being everything that we're doing. One, Walker's uh -huh. uh, number is 0525053950. Mm -hmm. um, if you hit the city of Miami and look for I was gonna say that, but Mayor was saying, Mayor, Mayor said, stop saying that because you know that's not true. Wait, what is it? I always tell the man I'm the black dumb guy. Please say yeah, it again. <laughs> y'all always try to run stuff by the black dumb guy. I would catch y'all one day. Y'all always try to y'all always try to run stuff by the black dumb guy. He said, look, ain't nobody, ain't nobody I know you don't believe that. So put Thank you. Clearly, he's one of the most intelligent people that I converse with, particularly I mean in general. So you know. He's just trying to be humble, but that is not true. You guys know that's not true. But yeah, I, you know the, the thing is. Wait, Commissioner, uh, though, do you do you actually control your own Instagram? Um, no. Yeah, this is the thing. I'm not a tech guy. This is the thing because I follow. I like the pictures. No, no love back. No. That'll be correct. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that'll be correct. <laughs> that, that'll be correct. I was like, oh, this nice picture. You're looking at it. That'll be correct. Okay. <laughs> that'll be correct. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank okay, you. That'll be correct. From your lips. Thank you. To his ears. No, no, no. He's a great young man. And he said to me, I've done that. And I really want to do something about mm -hmm. policy and job. Uh, I've been trying to ensure that that happens. I mean, tear off that um, But, you know, sometimes you do things and I've been told now it's been elevated okay. for some reason. And that is the reason it's been elevated. Because oh, because of his he, talent. He knows what he does. He made one one mistake in terms of his school selection, but other than that, incredibly <laughs> talented. I'll let y'all talk about that. That's the sign with the Jesus said. I didn't say that. He just said, "Wrap it up." He said, "Wrap it up." Well, actually, so we just want to say. So what? What? What we're looking at? Yeah. Look, there was a there was a story done on Sunday, Miami Herald, uh, talking about rebirth movement. 
Uh, 20 years ago, I ran a funding program. I funded seven businesses, two of which that does not exist now, overtime manufacturing and EBOs. Everybody else still exists, including Charlene and, and Reverend Williams. And um, her husband passed, but Charlene still around, mm -hmm. and two guys. Uh, that was two guys, uh, picture there. And uh, we funded uh, the meat fund. Mm -hmm. uh, I funded a number of businesses, and uh, we tried to get them going. It was one of the few times they gave black folks good play in the hell. Uh, and now, 20 years later, they just did it again. So every 20 years is a good thing. Every 20 years, we get a good article. Every, every 10 years, we start talking about who's the black leaders, who the black leaders. So, you know, hey, the hell get us right on that. So, um, so that, that's what that is. And I guess it, it failed because it wanted me. It to wanted me this, right. to talk about this. I, I do believe I everything happens for a reason. Yeah, no, so thank you for following because you, I forgot. Yes. Thank you, Commissioner. This really was amazing. Much better than I expected. Like my ex, not, no, let me, okay, in a good way. See, I wasn't sure, but like the transparency and the levity, this really made my Wednesday. So I really appreciate you taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule. I feel this pressure from, you know, people standing there. I'm just like, okay, I'm wrapping up. But this was amazing. So, oh, right, right, right. Of course, of course. So, yes, we have to do a part of, we have to do a part two. Woo! I'm excited. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you guys so much for checking out today's episode of Brit Happens. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or Google. You can also find me online at www.brithappens.com and on social media, Instagram or Facebook at Brittany Sharpton. See you next time.